Welcome to the Craving Consciousness Podcast. I'm Brandeline Johnson, a rule-breaking, nature-loving, law of attraction junkie who is a lifestyle entrepreneur, psychic medium, spiritual business coach, educator, and author. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a topic that will help you to awaken to your gifts, align with your soul's purpose, and ignite your lives and businesses. We don't follow the masses. We are consciously creating our evolution. Get ready to have the best human experience every day. You guys, today on the Craving Consciousness Podcast, we're going to talk about fairies, right? The nature spirits. And we have Laura Walthers with us who captures them in her photography. And we'll have her share a lot more. But I'm so excited that you agreed to jump on the podcast with me. Oh, hello. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. And what a what an apropos time spring just happened and birthed. And I actually saw the fairies that morning. I, I don't get a glimpse like that very often. It randomly comes to me. But I, I saw in my third eye a, a, like a movement and I, I paused and all of a sudden I was like, oh, it's spring equinox. And then all of a sudden I saw the fairies in their spring dresses just dancing around the trees with the elementals. And it was Oh, it was a wonderful way to start the, the day. It was a couple of days ago. I love yeah. that. And so yeah. we were just talking about how we connected and, and uh, you had reached out to me like eight years ago saying, yeah. Hey, I want to be Facebook friends. And I do this thing with enchanted something or rather. And so I was like, well, let's be friends. And I sent her, I don't know if you remember a picture of my tree, Cheryl, that was yeah. in my, <clears throat> my yard that I just absolutely loved when I lived in Michigan. So we kind of oh. hit it off like, Look at my tree. Look at myself. <laughs> oh yeah, you know that's that's really what this. I I hope what we you know project today is being closer and connecting with nature. And there's a there's a reason that tree loved you because you you had that energetic connection with it. And you know we are supposed to be the guardians of our land. We're supposed to love our land. We've forgotten this. And you know like the trees and the and the flowers and don't put pesticides on everything. And you know be really one with nature that way and I I had a tree in a house that I lived at that I actually saw his face I got him on on film or digital I guess but I'd have gotten a lot on film too that's how kind of ages me but um but his name was was Sal and he and I did grid work in that area and we he protected me like one time I I was just really really down and out and I sat next to him I said could you please just help me you know, I'm really needing to center right now. And so he took me on a journey and I, I felt my guide was with me. And we went to this beautiful fairyland where there was this rainbow waterfall. And he just did this total, he was part of the process. I feel my guides and I, you know, we worked and the fairies worked together. But it's amazing. You know, we, the thing that I, I really want to stress to the audience is they are real. And, and, and even though you may not see them, they are there. And it's just, for me, it, it didn't start out that way. You know, I had a long journey of to this moment to where I went through steps. We all do that. Like babies take their first steps and then they talk and then they, but I, I really feel we all remember things too, when we get to a certain level of self. So I'll let you yeah. go on well, and ask that, questions. That was going to be one of my questions is what was your very first experience where you were like, this is real. It's not made up. Well, I think they were trying to get my attention 
for a while. And then I just was too busy in my head. I kind of would disregard things. But the real one that I really feel was like the big Bruja awakening was when I went to the forest in Olympic Forest, National Forest in Washington State with my daughter and my husband, not even knowing that was going to happen. Um, but the night before, the next day we went there, I was in the forest. And it was right next to a cabin we were staying at. And I said, you know, I'm going to go out and just take a little stroll. Didn't know where I was going, but I, I came up to this beautiful area behind the cabin. And it was close to the forest we were going in the next day. And I saw this big redwood tree. And I said, you know, there's guardian trees in the forest. And it's really wonderful if you can recognize them and just say, you know, is it okay if I walk in your forest? Because it is their forest. And, and I got yes. And so I walked not too far and there was this kind of um, bushy area where it had all these kind of bushy plants enveloped kind of like an umbrella. I was very drawn to go in there. I'm getting chills telling the story. Anyway, so we're sitting, I'm standing there and I can feel like a whole, you know, I have feeling when you're blindfolded, you know, people are, if there was a bunch of people standing around, you could still feel them, even though you didn't know they you could see, you couldn't see them exactly how I felt I couldn't see him but I could feel something and then I started hearing a song and then I knew and that's how they get a hold of you telepathically usually by song by sound by smell by some sense yeah. and it could even be a knowingness um, some people have clairvoyance very strong and I don't have that I have it I do have it in different ways than um, it's more random and it's when it's for a purpose for me yeah. but um, but I they told me that they wanted me to be a vehicle in the physical for them to show the world that they existed. And I went, whoa. And I could feel their sadness because of all the things that we're not appreciating anymore because they, it's their homes we're destroying and a lot of things, particularly the soil right now. So I heard that and I went, well, wait a minute. I'm like, well, um, you know, you're going to have to show me that this is real. I, I had no idea what to feel about it. It was kind of a, caught me off guard kind of thing <laughs> so the next day me and my daughter my husband went on a, a hike in the Ho forest in the olympic national forest and i came and as we drove in we felt this total like vibe my husband and i just this total uh shift in frequency yeah and little did we know we were in a different total different space in that time and so we got to this one particular tree and all of a sudden it was like this golden light was all around us and it was like all of a sudden we were just in bliss and I was I looked at my husband I said do you feel this he goes uh-huh he was just like totally out of it and I thought oh I gotta take a photo because I, I went there to take some photos and lo and behold that's what my whole first book is was about it was it's called life and nature revealed um real photographs of fairies gnomes and elves and it tells that story in, in depth and you can, you can go to my website and look more there to find out more. But it literally, that photograph that I took in that moment was the fairies had revealed the fairy, the fairy realm. And there's a lot of beings in that photograph. And that was my introduction to wake up. And it was my beautiful intro into allowing, it's kind of like my spiritual tool to say, look, this is real. And so they gave that and they gifted that to me to show the humanity and I knew from then on that as time went on just the gifts I was given the sacredness they were showing me in nature that wasn't of this realm physical realm and 
that I had to, this was my mission and I had to be a, a you know, a vision teller, I call myself, I suppose. But right. uh, yeah, it was quite amazing. So that's so interesting because that's when my awakening happened too. It really did start with the fairy realm. Oh, I went, I moved across the country to Michigan. And so I want to say towards the end, I really, truly, truly believe, and this maybe will sound crazy, but probably not to you, right? Is I believe that that tree found me and made me move there. It it was really weird. I know, I just have a feeling that that tree was like, this is where you're going to live. And somehow it aligned. It had a part in me moving into that house. Oh, yeah. And then we went on a walk in the woods and just like you said to your husband, do you feel that? That was the first time. And I was like, it was like the air stopped existing. Yeah. It was all of a sudden, like nothing was moving. Like the air wasn't moving anymore or something. Not like wind, just like it was gone. Like you were in this room with no air, but it wasn't scary. It was like, we just stepped into something. I'm like, do you, feel that and I could just feel all of these things I couldn't see them looking down at us and I'm yeah. like there's a bunch of them there's they're everywhere <clears throat> and he's, wow, he's so thinking wonderful. I'm nuts <laughs> and so I go as so soon as I similar. go home, wow I reach out to my daughter and I'm like I swear I think there was fairies in the woods and she says yeah mom <laughs> she believed in fairies <laughs> I always thought they were make-believe so but that's what piqued my interest to go further yeah. And then slowly but surely, like you said, steps, right? And um, I would just start seeing, like, because more clairvoyant. I would see there, you know, it's so weird. <laughs> like, I could look at a strawberry plant, and if I if I let it just look at it for a little while, then I start seeing these little people, and they have, like, little dresses on, and they look just like the strawberry leaves, like. It's like they're uh, part of the, yeah. they're part of the plant. Yeah. They help the, the flat. Well, they're the they're the devas of the plant, and yeah, also the the fairies that work with that nature sprite. Nature sprites do that as well. But yes, it's it's amazing. Wow, I love. I didn't know you had such a similar experience. Yeah, that's wow. what really piqued me. And then, like you said, I would take pictures of my tree all the time, and there would be all kinds of things in in the crevices, little faces, little people. Oh, that's so wonderful. I know. I feel very, very blessed to be able to get it on camera, you know, photographs. And and the trees, like, I want to also add to your thing. Like, I had that one same tree that I had I, uh, befriended in my in my yard. It was just in my yard, you know, like you say. Um, one day I was meditating with it, and I decided that I wanted to connect more and make it like a sacred space. So I put some gnomes, you know, like some statues and planted some flowers. And, and then one morning I was just meditating and I looked down at my feet and there were two, uh, sodalite, blue sodalite stones at my feet. And those, those weren't there before, particularly blue stones. You don't see out in nature much. And, uh, interestingly, I thought, wow. And then I looked up that I was getting together a spiritual group at the time. And sodalite was like a unity consciousness type stone that helped with that. And uh, I was just so, I, they, they have brought gifts to me. Have, have you had that experience as well? Uh, well, at, when you asked that, like immediately uh, there was a marble. There you go. Yep. They and, I, and I was like, this, this must be from like the 40s or something, like an old glass marble. Mm-hmm. 
And I think I still have it. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do marbles. Marbles is a big, big one they do. Oh really? Uh, oh yeah. Who knew? Yeah, because <laughs> they they do things that are childlike. So think of, you know, since we're on that subject, one time I was with a friend in a forest, it was in, in Oregon here, and all of a sudden I smelled bubble gum. And I was like, I thought I looked at her, I'm like, she's not chewing gum. <laughs> and then I thought, okay, you know, like I said, they, they come in different senses. So I knew they were trying to contact, contact me. So I was like, okay, you're here. What is it you want me to do? And they said, go over there. They kind of drew me over to an area. Um, in other words, in my mind, they send me pictures, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I went to that area and I looked straight into this, like, it was like a hill that was kind of went up. And all of a sudden, the whole area turned into this like fractal, kind of energetic fractal. And I could feel connected to everything. And I was like, whoa. And they were just, it was, I don't know how long it was, you know, in time. When you're out of time, how do you know how what time it is? Um, and it is an illusion as well. But it was, it was probably maybe a minute, you know. But it only takes that long to really have an awakening. And so that was one of them, you know, one of the initiations. Um, I've had many. Um, and I feel like, like you said, with the steps, like a lot of it is we have to allow ourselves to trust enough to hold that frequency because it's all about unconditional love, non-judgment, you know, deep trust, allowing, um, not needing to know everything, just being. There's a lot involved with this, you know, to be um, the vehicle for, for the higher frequencies that are coming in all the time now. We're just like, we're bombarded. Um, so... Yeah, they really help. But I, one thing I do know is they really want to partner with us a lot deeper. And this is important for people to know. And um, there's ways that we can help that. And it's, it's really simple, you know, um, to be more kind to each other, to be more kind and not judge ourselves. Because then that projects, you know, light to the world in a, in a more um, loving way. And I... I tend to like to do little things for them. So I will, um, like yesterday, a couple of days ago, I, I bought some pond lilies. I don't know if you know what those are, but they're mm-hmm. just, they're beautiful. I feel they're, I feel like they're fairy flowers. And I could literally feel the plants as I was taken to my car. They were so excited that I bought them. And I didn't used to have that relationship. You know, it took me a while to literally let go of all the programming inside of me from other lifetimes from this lifetime from ancient religions from you know all kinds of stuff right and 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 the way you know that this is your your revelation is because you start to sense things and you know them without even you just know and so i love being in that place now i love being there i like that you say that because i feel like especially with the fairy realm you just know and you you just trust that you know that because there's no other person out here pointing out, hey, Berndeline, here's a, this fairy and this is what it does. You know, you discover that on your own and you know it to be true in your heart. And yeah. so then you share it with somebody else. You didn't read it. You know, you didn't learn it from a book. You didn't learn it through through this lifetime. You learned it through being in, in the nature, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. The encounters. You know, I I find that that's my favorite books to read is of encounters because 
you know, they've opened up to a higher part of their potential to even have that experience. What book and, are you referencing? Um, well, um, not really. Any, I ha- do have some books that I love. To, there's one um, that I really like. It's uh, by Jeffrey. Let me hold on. I got it right here, I think. Hodson. And it's, um, uh, I can't the name of it. Um, anyway, it's a great book. He talks about how the fairies literally make nature through sound, light, and vibration. And I have actually seen them do that in my third eye. They've shown me how they overlight an area with a certain energy before winter so that the plants, you know, don't die and whatever. There's, and then that same tree where I planted those flowers, that next day I had in my, in my third eye, I saw these, all these things running around. They were little brownies brownies I mean like little gnome brownies yeah and they were just they were activating the seeds that I just planted in the ground I was like wow and then I asked him show me a sign that they're real I know at first he kind of doubt and then the next morning I would go out and there's this uh, Christmas cactus that was blooming in April and I thought okay I got it you know <laughs> so I don't do that anymore I mean I feel like it's always fun to get validation yeah. validation but <laughs> I but it's okay to ask for that to d- ask them to demonstrate to you that they are with you um I don't think there's anything wrong with that but it's not about demands or control of you know expectations because for a long time I wanted to connect with the flower Davis so bad because I love flowers and it I thought oh, just let go Laura you know it'll happen if it's meant to happen and then oh my gosh one day I was looking at a photograph I took on, my, on on the computer and this Deva came in in the corner of it. This is like real time in, on my computer screen. And I connected with it and the, it was so strong, so deep love. I had tears just streaming down my cheeks. And then the, the soul of that flower just lit up and just opened up and glowed right in front of me. And so those are those experiences that change you forever. <laughs> telling you they're divine yeah because you had mentioned that the the fairies will come into a photo and there may not always be there that that's right they could come in and leave and i that that's fascinating to me well well partly too because the photographs that i take and i work with this is one of the things they wanted me to share with the world too was we are multidimensional, and so the photographs that i take are as well they're like portals so they do change and so one day I had taken the picture of the enchanted tree, the one that, you know, I had the awakening with. And all of a sudden I noticed about a year later, or maybe it was six months, I can't remember. It had changed. Like this one split was in the moss now and there was other things in there. And I went, what? And then I took a picture of uh, one time of a uh, Mount Shasta, a water in Mount Shasta and this beautiful angelic water being showed up in the water. It's like, I call him an angelic water wizard. And he, um, it shook, as, as he was appearing in the photograph, I could feel the energy coming through me. I mean, it was almost like sometimes they bring the potential in through, our, through my field that guides help, but sometimes they just do it within itself. It's just the photo. Photos have way more than what we know they have in them. You know, we're, yeah. we're such a hologram here that it depends on what the, mm-hmm. you know, they can be activated. And that particular one, they, they literally showed the water, they, they, the water started disappearing and they were showing me what was underneath the water in the photograph. 
and it stayed. And I did not take a picture of what was underneath the water. So when I knew that was happening, like, okay, okay, you know, things are a little different than I thought. So it became a part of me and I just feel like, okay, nothing surprised me after that. So um, yeah, it's really, it's, it's a fun, you know, we all have this uh, wonderment that we can activate, right? And that wonderment led you to that tree, but that wonderment also gifted you that tree and, yeah. and partnered with you to help you ground your energy that you were dealing with there, that particular mm-hmm. place. And so, you know, I feel we, we just need, we just need to allow that to come, to come into being again. You know? Yeah. And the, so, the, however, the wonderment is it's, that word is so perfect because when I was, when I moved to Michigan, right. Cause I was in Las Vegas. I mean, I'd love the mountains and this and that, but it wasn't until I went to Michigan where I had this huge nature awakening. Right. Yeah. And literally they to- basically told me, well, I, or I had this revelation that this is what life is supposed to be like, not mm-hmm. all of the other stuff, like not yeah. money or going to get a job or like just sitting there and staring at the grass, laying in the grass and watching the ladybugs mm-hmm. crawl through or little spiders. It was like that wonderment feeling came and fulfilled, filled me up so much that yeah. nothing outside of me could ever do that. You know, right. nothing, nothing as a human would ever make me feel that way. And I, I told my husband and I said, this is what, this is what life is. Like I discovered life. Oh, it's beautiful. And so yes. I feel like that's what the fairies, they definitely want us to share that because we've gotten so lost. Like even today I was on a walk and my guides are like, <laughs> there's so much like convoluted is what they said. There's so much convoluted inform- information that you got to just forget anything you ever knew <laughs> because none it's of it's true. true, you know? Oh, it's so true. Yeah. And we have even more now, right now, because you know, there's a, there's a power struggle you know, going on. And I think that is something I just want to kind of side mention here because I feel it's important. Um, you know, when we send light to like, say right now, the earth, so it becomes more balanced. It's so important to not have an agenda when we do that, because the power wants you to, you know, when you say pray for this or pray for that, it becomes an agenda. What if, what if there's something going on that we don't even know it needs to go on for something amazing to happen? Like maybe a new choice will be made because we allowed it to just fade out and play out. Right. So that's really an important thing right now is to send light always and radiate your beautiful light to the earth with no agenda. And then the power can just disagree, you know, disintegrate and, that's what I think in the moment, that's really important. I feel like what you hit it spot on because, because it's really your intention. Like it has to be your intention. <clears throat> so if you're jumping on someone else's intention wagon, yeah. you're sending energy to that and you might not know what it is. Right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. And you might not interfere with something. That was something I learned a lot about with, you know, learning how to, to do things like, I know I'm sure all people that do energy work with the land and different water and all the different elements understand that somewhere along the way, as you progress into your involvement, you had to really let go of how to control that. You didn't controlling it actually took away from it. 
and that's at least I should say that's my experience and where I'm at now with nature. I mean, they sh- I, I probably find more wonderment by not thinking about it than I do thinking about it. So I, that's because that's kind of the ego mind, right? We're in the heart. We're in the heart space now more and our senses are leading us, not our mind. So um, that's what bridges that into a new revelation of self. I feel is just allowing and not let the ego drive it anymore. Let the passion and the senses. Isn't that a challenge for us humans? <laughs> oh yeah. We got these little devices in our hands all the time and we've got, you know, yeah, it's like, wow. And your, logic, your logical mind is just running, 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 running away with how many thousands of thoughts per day, you know? Um, so. Yeah, but what's for the highest good? I always do. You know, what's for the highest good? Even for me, when I make a decision, it may not be what I want to hear, but if it's for my highest good, I know it's true for me. Right. You know? And so I ask that for everything. It's even food. I'll ask my body all day long, okay, what do you want now? You know, what's good, what's the high, what's good for right now? And it could be, you know, anything. So it's, we, we have not lived in that energetic space and allow that energy to serve us. And it's right here, everywhere, you know? <laughs> it's like, we are the wizards. We are the magic. It's right here. Let it to serve. So it's kind of like, you know, um, we have to be able to step out and be comfortable with just being free of that and I think that's where a lot of us are a lot of us have you know tipped our toes a lot of people tip their toes in the water but they don't they have to know things to be to allow things but they'll be challenged with that because we're in an energy now where we it's the old programming is is gonna be in your face until you allow it to give you you know with grace just let it go you know and so yeah, that is challenging with all the other stuff going on. But you know, nature's around us every day. That's what and I was going to say. You got to get to nature. And for me, it, I miss it so bad because I'm in Vegas. But yeah. I, you know, I went for a walk today, and I do like my condo. We have grass and like trees and stuff. But um, I just like I feel I feel so much different just going for a 15 minute walk, even if it's on the black asphalt next to a little tree. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you guys got to get outside and just be yes, yes, in yeah. the wonderment because you'll see magical stuff, I think anyway, or oh, you'll yeah. feel it if you you allow yourself to just be quiet, sit down and be quiet. <laughs> Pause. Yes. And in the stillness, the presence, like I was, like you were saying earlier, when you had your experience with the tree and then all of a sudden the air stopped, it was like, yeah, that's what real nature is. It has a presence. And it, it carries energies harmonically, even new earth energies. It's like, we don't realize the rock beams are amazing. Like one time I was doing a, I'm, a, I'm also a graphic artist. And, and, and uh, I was doing years ago, a book for a friend and she had this photo of a rock beam and I was working on it. And then all of a sudden I heard this loud noise in my, in the, it was so loud. I lived out in the country at the time. I thought somebody had, you know, shot a gun off or something had fell that was really heavy, you know could have been machinery and I thought wow I wonder what that was so I went outside and I looked I came back and sat down I thought okay everything seems okay so then I started typing it and then boom again and I realized it was the rock beam he was wanting to get my attention (laughs) and I mean I have had amazing photographs of them and um, you know they are so powerful and sacred they hold 
they hold the Christ consciousness here. You know, they do a lot of things. So just even a rock, you know, like you're saying, the trees, there's rock, there's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, right? that's what I was going to ask. What do the rocks say? <laughs> because sometimes I feel like some things have a general message. Like for me, like the mountains around Las Vegas, they're, they're holding the wisdom. They're holding yeah. sacred space. They're, they're our protection. They're protectors. Whereas I guess other things maybe has its own little personality, you know? Yeah. And I think all it's like us, all different trees have different personalities. I've found. It's they sure like do. Yeah. Fairies and, and you know, the rock beings about the personalities, I'm sure they do too. I've actually, um, I've sat on one once and, the, and my Kundalini just went crazy. I mean, they can send energy too. I think, uh, they're, they have different purposes, but you're right. I think they ground in our reality here. They help ground it in. They help yeah. hold it here. And so they're kind of important that way. Um, the trees do too. And I do believe the trees in the like hundred years ago or more, you know, they were holding the higher frequencies for us. We weren't there. We had, we had, you know, dropped back in the, with all the, you know, different programs that we were playing at the time. And so the density was a lot more. And I, they, they saved us. They helped because actually um, when I was in uh, that same forest, I had uh, planted a crystal. I was guided to do this, unknowns to me why. I didn't know until later that it actually um, allowed the trees to know. It wasn't something I did, but it, I, I sent out a signal to them that they were now able to release the star codes because the star codes were what held the, higher frequencies that we were holding them now and we were activating them. So it was kind of like that boots on the ground, they say to, to uh, alert the trees that, yeah, now you can do it. And I was told that, and I was like, wow, okay. And uh, one of the trees I met in a forest told me he was not a tree spirit. He was a wizard from the star systems and he came in and he was here to hold just different energies and he worked through the trees. So trees are, you know, I've even seen little, tiny ships go in them the ships can shrink you know just like the fairies so i mean there's a lot going on <laughs> i thought i'd just throw that one in there um i've seen it all really but uh, not all but i've seen a lot of things that have not surprised me anymore like we are everything right so why wouldn't it all happen that's just how i look at that yeah i mean just like if you think about what goes on in the bottom of the ocean you know versus stuff in the desert like I that stuff that I look at I'm like look that cactus looks just like something that would be under the water too so as above so below right and as within so without so it's it goes deep and that's the part where they're saying today when I'm on my walk about the convoluted yeah because we're having this conversation I'm like in on this combo right where somebody else might be like they're freaking nuts but, you know, it's only because it's only, they only would say that because they're not they're not ready for it or right. they haven't right. they haven't allowed themselves to yet. There's no judgment with that, but I don't judge them at all. Right. I don't ever worry about that because my seeds are planting the new earth. And what I feel and what I share is about love and it's about light and peace or whatever. And that is what I'm here to do. And I have been overly. um thanked like one time um this just came in okay they want me to tell you oh boy okay so one time I was doing it I was working on a book and I was a certain tree 
and I was typing literally, okay, well, this is the tree that you could go, some trees are portals and you can, some go into inner earth, right? And that's, that's just what happened in this moment. So I'm, I'm typing and all of a sudden I hear, they go, okay, let's go. And I'm like, what? And they go, no, we're going to go right now. They want to take me in inner earth while I was typing. And I go, oh. So I told my husband, I go, do you have any chocolate? Because I thought I better get something to ground me really fast. So I literally went down like the rabbit hole in that tree. And I was like Alice in Wonderland, truly. And I came in, I went through these crystal caves and I came into this really huge area. And there was this big tree. It was like an avatar of about 10 times bigger. It was huge. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing, right? And all of a sudden I look over to the distance and there are these like 30 gnomes standing like in alignment. And one of them's got his hands behind his back and he's like, He's got a look on his face like, I know something, but I'm not telling you yet. And I'm like, okay. And then he kind of came forward and I, and I was like, what, what, are you, what are you here for? What, what are you guys doing? And he said, well, we're here to gift you something. And I said, you are? And he said, yes. And so he, he lifted out from his, he had a, a crown, a theoric crown. It had all these jewels on it. And he, he, he gave it to me and he put it on my head. And I went, and, I'm a, and I was just like, I was in tears. My tears were, were going down my cheeks. And he said, this is for the service that you've been. I lost you for a minute there. Well, I better go back. So okay. I came back up to the hole and. We lost you. You're, you froze. Oh. Yeah. So you were saying about how he put the crown on your head. Oh, and okay. This is are, for we you? Okay? are we okay now? Yeah. Okay, good. Yes. And he put the crown on my head and then he said, it's the service that you've been giving us. And I just, it was so touching. All these cheers came into my, and I was like, wow. So then I thought, well, okay, a few things happened. We, I don't know what all we did, but then they were saying you need to go back up. So I did. And I'm, I'm sitting in my office. Right. And I'm like, wow. And I'm, and my husband, I said, come here, Paul's his name. And I said, hold my hand. I want you to feel this. And he could feel it. He was like, whoa. And he goes, what, are you okay? I heard you crying in there. He heard me crying when I was down, you know, in, in the earth. And so then I, I, took, I said, well, I got to go on a walk. I, you know, usually I have to ground that in. And I asked him, you know, could you show me a sign that something? And then I walked and came back and there was nothing. And I was like, oh, okay. And then as I stepped into the driveway, near my foot was this little tiny plastic crown. It was a child toy. Stop it. it was, and it was like oh my gosh and so they have done things since then that's what they will do like if they know like they they form a language with you Mm -hmm. just like any friend like you know sometimes friends you have a memory you share and then later you kind of like that's like a thing with you well that's how they are and so like I've had crowns come since then and all, all kinds of things and so they'll repeat it so you know that that's them telling you right and um, one time there was these gloves that I kept finding. And I said, what are, what's with the gloves? And he says, well, it was, it was uh, we're helping hands for you. I know that you need some extra financial right now. And then something came in the mail. I can't remember. It was a check from something. I know, you know, one of those weird things like you just didn't expect. So it's just amazing. You know, they do. Um, yeah, they, they get a bad rap sometimes, right? They're bratty. and They don't, you know, they're not good. And. No, when I when I became one, one with the mission that I'm doing now with them, I, I spoke and I said in my contract with them, 
only benevolent and it's got to be fun. So that's kind of where I'm at with that. <laughs> yeah. I had a client that came to me um, and I was just talking about this where the gnomes helped her with a financial gift. They gifted her a necklace. She woke, she woke up feeling hands on her neck after she had already been working with these two little gnome dudes on her altar. And she was dreaming that they had their hands on her neck. So she kind of freaked out, but then turn out like in her dream, they gave her this necklace and said, this is going to help you with your money problems. And then she eventually found a necklace that looked like that necklace in real life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I love talking about stuff like this because then it, it like reminds me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I have had people say they had, uh, you know, physical objects show up. Yeah. And, you know, some people get upset about it. You know, like, oh, they lost. They took my this and that. And I go, no, they're not. They're not trying to upset you. They're trying to show you they're helping you. They're around. They're in your house. They're in your they're in your field sometimes. I mean, they they've worked from just placing things here and there to um, like they'll work with my computer even like one time I was working on a page in a book about about uh, tree fawns and I only knew the the only thing I knew about it was you know of course the Midsummer's Night Eve right the Midsummer's Eve with Shakespeare and I was like and they stopped me they just put this whole big black box in the middle of the page boom and I went what so I thought, okay, that's where I had to learn to let go and allow them to bring to me what it is I needed. Yeah. Well, a couple of weeks later, it was kind of, I was kind of hoping they would. Sh- I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. The yes, fairies are messing with our podcast. Yes, be two recordings. Oh no. Um, <laughs> they are. That's just their way of saying they're here. See, they're they're right. saying yes. We do mess with the computers. <laughs> Hey, you guys, I said you behave, right? <laughs> um, so anyway, it's it was quite, you know, now I'm off track to what I was talking. Oh, yeah, the tree fawns. So tree fawns were different than what I would have written. They actually have like a, a theric umbilical cord that goes to the tree, and they stay with them with their, the whole life of the tree. And they, they help the energy uh, come in that's coming in from the stars or wherever, the universe, and they help ground it into the tree for the tree. And so there's... It's just beautiful symbiotic things that are all over the place in nature. I know if anybody's into nature, they know that. But to just study that on a kind of a fairy level is just amazing and magical to me. So I love to share those things. Yeah. The thing I love about it, too, is like, and I talk about this with spirit realm, right? Um, Is once once you've tapped it, once you know how they communicate with you, once you've tapped in, once you've got that validation, then, then you have the... I don't want to, I don't know if it's confidence or the trust rather Then yeah. you have trust in mm-hmm. what it is that they're telling you that makes no sense because you know that it's your next lesson. Whereas, so it's like, you're literally in invisible school. Like you're literally learning exactly. and building on top of these That's building blocks. Way, I love that. Love that term invisible school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. I've never used that. I may use that. That's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's true. Um, one time they, I was working on a book and, oh my gosh, I had worked so hard. I was just shooting and shooting and doing things and um, I was exhausted really. And, one, and all of a sudden, the last photo that I took outside, I came in, I, I finished up, put my, my equipment away, but I realized that my, my um, cable release 
on my camera was missing. And I thought, I just used it. Where is it? They took it. I was, I was so shocked. And you know me, being a photographer, that was like, that got me. I was like, what? And I thought, okay, I got to take a break. So two weeks later, I was out by my apple tree. I was guided to go out there. They said, go out there and just hang out or whatever. And there it was on the ground. <laughs> Amazing stuff, right? I mean, it's, yeah. And I think we do stuff too. Um, um, you know, that we don't realize we're doing. Like um, one time I, I had a, a whole outfit in my closet that just disappeared. And a friend of mine who's very clairvoyant told me, well, you took it from another dimension. I'm like, what? That's my favorite outfit. Why would I do that? I don't know. But your other self, somewhere else needed it. So when that happened, it was kind of that other level of it, right? Like, it's not just fairy. It's like, we're multidimensional. We're, we're on other, doing other things, other yeah. places. So, okay, that makes sense, I guess. You know, I haven't had it back since, but... Um, I guess I feel I don't need to, <laughs> but yeah. so much of it, we're writing the stories more than we realize. Yeah. Right. When you said that, I was like, I lost a jacket. Well, I didn't lose it. They took it. Somebody took it. And it might've been you taking it to something on another level. You know? There was, there was no way like me and my husband were, went round and round and round about this jacket. I'm like, there is no way it could have just disappeared. Like it's just disappeared. Wow. So maybe like multidimensional Brandoline was yes. like, <laughs> I need it over exactly. here. You don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, they, it's always, it's always not in, in negative terms. I've not ever had, you know, anything like that. So I, yeah, I don't draw that energy and I don't, I don't put out that energy. And um, one time I did take a photograph of a, of a tree that I was going to put in a book. And they told me that it was the planet wasn't ready for that to be done yet because the energy in the tree was higher frequency than what the book, you know, the, the planet was. And I'm like, Oh, and so they literally came in my sleep that night and told me again, to make me understand that this is real, that you don't. And then what's interesting uh, later I could use it. So it's all, it's all good now, but the thing about trust though, like you just said, here's how I feel now. I know that I'm, I trust them enough that if it's something I, I should not do, they tell me, you know, they say, well, no, I'll feel it or, and that's why being open is so important. Just being open and non-judgmental and working from your heart. That's when you get the clear messages, you know, not all the time. I'm sure, you know, we have that human element that we're like, okay, I don't, I need to ask again, maybe or something, but it's, it's, it's my, I'm not going to say my safety thing because safety is kind of a 3D thing. I think it's more my knowingness can come in more and allow me to feel good about whatever happens. It's, it's happening for me, not to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that. Yeah. There really is no negative. Yeah. It, uh, it's all happening for you, right? Yeah. It is. So you write <laughs> a lot of books then? Well, I have one published. I'm I'm currently actually working on an Oracle card deck, which I'm very excited about. Um, it's going to be amazing. I have 55 cards, and a lot of them are real photographs of the of the nature being. Um, yeah, and it doesn't really go with the book. I mean, it has a, a little workbook, but I don't have a uh, publisher yet. But I'm almost done with it, 
And I did have another book that I, I'm ready to publish too. The fairies wanted me to bring in their energy into the home, not just like your gardens or whatever. I want to partner you know, with you and uh, in the making of that book. And that one is complete. I did, I don't have a, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna do it as a package thing, but, um, but they showed up in the photographs a few times inside my house and when I was doing it for the book. So, you know, things like that just always affirm that they're ready to be seen. Um, you know, of course, they had to hide from us because of our egos and other things. And so, yeah, I, I, I think through what we talk about and our, our just what, just us talking just shows them how ready we all are and how, you know, they're playful and they want to be with us. They really do, you know, and um, I know they're in inner earth, too. They live there. They're, they're around everywhere there, but it's a higher frequency there. So we're almost there and we just have to allow it to be and love ourselves because, see, you know, everything comes from within. So the more we allow ourselves and know our own potential, then they can meet. We meet them. No problem. Yeah. And I think too, it's going back to that being instead of doing. Yeah. So like loving yourself enough to just not do anything, <laughs> just to just be, be in the nature. To yeah. me, that's, that was profound. I would never be who I am today. If you had, I not had that experience in the woods or had I not just fell in love with the tree, Cheryl, my friend, Cheryl, um, yeah. And sitting with her and just, I really believe that was truly probably the first time I was ever really grounded, you know, that deeply. And so that's like you said, when you're so, when you're so grounded and that's when there's space for spirit to come, to come in, come through. Well, and your body is your temple here. It it helps you, it kind of translates everything, right? So even though your heart is part of that and the spirit part of it too, but it's, yeah, it's very important to um, uh, want to connect, but not in a way of, um, you know, look what I got, you know, this is, right. this is, I'm now I'm somebody because I have this, that's something that I really, if I want to stress is the worst thing you can do is compare yourself to anybody else. Because I had no idea years ago that I would be doing what I'm doing right now, but I always knew that I would. I would be in photography and I would love nature and, um, and I love photographs. And so my, my whole history is with all kinds of different photographs, but, but I loved my favorite book as a child was Thumbelina, you know, the flower fairy. So, you know, we don't realize those things bridge in different sections when we're ready, you know, and I even see it, my grandchildren, you know, like, Oh, what I could tell them, but they would know, like they, they do know a lot more than I did at that age, for sure. And I think they're both very gifted. I think all children are now coming in, but it's the, the best thing I can do is not tell them, but show them. Yeah. So they interpret it in their way. And then they know by, by them telling themselves what they've seen or felt. Yes. And that is part of what, um, my mission is to, is to help children do that as well. So, yeah. I love that because if, if they could connect, stay connected now, then they wouldn't have to revert back, you know, later on. Yeah. Yeah. To we find that space. Dump stuff on them. Schools, you know, have got to change. It doesn't resonate. To, oh, for sure. You know. All of that. Stuff. They all are start changing. You know? Yeah. All of that stuff. Changing. It's coming. It's coming. 
exciting time to be aware of your human experience. And humor is real important too. I will say um, the, the gnomes one time I wanted to buy one of those big, you know, those big gnome books by the German guy. I can't think, I can't pronounce his name, but they're big books. They're thick. There's several made and it's called the gnome book. And I asked them, I said, okay, show me, you know, I want to find one of those maybe at a thrift store or at a, you know, used book. Cause I, they were like 60 bucks or $50 in their new. And so one day I went in this really, really off the wall place. And I asked them, tiny place. I said, do you have a book of, you know, about fairies? And I said, well, I think we do. So I went around, saw this lady in this little tiny nook place. And I came to the shelf and she pulled down this book and it was the known book. And I was so excited, right? I opened it up and it's in Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. Funny, funny. So, you know, that was kind of silly. And I, of course I didn't buy it. Right. But I did get it later. And, uh, but they do. They they want to introduce themselves in a fun-loving way. Sometimes on my phone, I've even heard them blow horns in my ears or chimes. I've heard accordions. Um, you know, so they do. They can telepathically get your attention. Like the rock being just thud. I heard this, you know, major mm-hmm. thud. Um, it's not always through sound, though. It could be through feeling. You yeah. Know, that like like kee giddishness. You know, mm-hmm. that's a real sign you're with them. You know that. Because we are a part of them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say something about that. It's because I'm clairvoyant, right? So when I see people, I see what type of other DNA they have in there. Oh, I'd love to. Yeah, because, well, you know, you got the fairy thing going on with your, the shape of your face, your cute haircut, you know, Mm -hmm. you got the fairy thing going on. But, uh, I'll see like mermaid people or gnome people. There's no gnome people out there for sure. They usually work with wood. Um, or definitely oh, yeah. with their hands. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, could, yes. I see frog people. Yeah. Um, and when I, when I tap into that essence, then it's, it's part of their purpose to live out a little bit of that frog or live out a little bit of that mermaid. It's super interesting. It is super interesting. You know, there's a there's a woman. Her name is Tannis Helliwell, and she wrote several books. Uh, Summer of Leprechauns, excellent book. I mean, if you want to get into leprechaun energy, she also wrote Hybrids. Oh, so you think you're just human? I think is the title. And mm-hmm. that one talks about like she learned through her. She's a she's a healer and she's also a therapist. So she learned through her sessions with people that they would go back into parts of lives where they were elemental. Mm-hmm. or fairy or whatever and so she learned that we all a lot of us came in with that hybrid and i've had visions of being fairy and also being known being elven being a brownie you know um it, it's it's kind of like um yeah why that would definitely would help me to be who i'm doing this right now right i mean i even had to go into the lower frequencies densities when i first started working with them to have an uh uh, what do you call it? An, uh, a variety of um, different, a range of different frequencies, so that when I talk to people, my energetic field would not threaten them. So, like, I had to go back. I was out of corporate, then I had to go back into corporate, and it was so hard for me to do. This was years ago, and I was like crying about it. I said, "Why?" And they said, "Because you need to have certain density frequencies because you're going to be speaking to people, and they're going to be of that." you know, that energetic, 
So you need to carry that field of different, you know, different levels. And I was like, okay. So I knew that was the reason, right? So, and I think it did help me because I don't think I I ever had a problem ever with any, any audiences that I've, that I've talked to. And, you know, they might've fallen asleep, but that's only because the energy, it wasn't because of what I was talking about. Right. And they would be yawning and then fall asleep. And we all know that's them getting the energy. So, yeah. um, So, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's uh, sometimes you don't know those little side bit, you know, paths you take are going to be like, you, you just get all crazy that it's not, you don't feel it's right, but it is because there's a reason and maybe you're not on a level you're even aware of. Right. Just like you said about the Thumbelina book, that could have been, you. it was a seed planted so that, right. you know, later on it was blossoming. I love it. I love it. So tell the audience, where can they find you? Where's your website? Where can they follow okay. you? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm on Facebook. Um, also, you know, under my name, you can look me up, you can find me. And I do post a lot there. Um, and then I have uh, a website. It's called um, www.beingenchanted.com. So the word being, B-E-I-N-G. E-N-C-H-A-N-T-E-D.com. And there's a blog on there, a fairy's blog that is excellent. There's all kinds of amazing stories and pictures. Um, I haven't updated it too much, but uh, lately, because we've been kind of doing the whole, um, I'm not even saying the word anymore. We've been kind of isolated. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to bring that into the reality anymore. Um, But uh, yeah, so we are, we are birthing now more new things. So I'm sure everybody will, you know, be able to do that again. And I, I will too. But That's right awesome. Now, well, I can't thank you enough for what you do and your purpose and grounding it into this planet and, you know, planting the seeds with other people, because truly, truly that's where it is. It's nature. It's what we have to get back with big yeah. time. So and, and I'm never alone. Neither are any of us. And we always have guides with us. We always have helpers. And if it's something with the heart and spreading light, we'll always be guided to what we need to have with that. So there's a lot of deeper trust that people have to let go of. Even maybe something that didn't work in the past can work now. Let the energy serve you. Just allow it. And, um, you know, somebody, well, the other day I wrote this, and I want to I want to say it right now, just kind of as an ending statement from, I wrote it down this morning. When you feel less, the need to know, but more of allowing yourself to be. You have let go of the ego mind and open to more of your potential beyond the physical. You become more soul conscious within a multidimensional reality. That is why it's so important to do what you love, be what you love, and create what we love. That is the new earth. Yes. Ooh, goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, so, I trust that. Ready? Yeah. I love that. That's freaking beautiful. Yeah. So that's kind of what I, and happy trails. I usually say happy trails, my friends, because go out and be in nature, but be conscious in nature, you know, don't just, you know, get your run in for the day, you know, right. go in and smell that beautiful moss on the trees or the, the flowers blooming or the soil or the air, the sweet going across your face. I mean, open your senses, become what you're being in. And I'm telling you, it, it relaxes you. There's har- harmony there and it will balance you. So. It, it's scientific too. 
It is. It's proven. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love spirit science. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast again. Yeah, I really, I so appreciate you, Brandley, having me on. And always a pleasure to share my stories and my love of nature and just with the world, whatever, you know, if I can give one person a little peace today, if they can giggle or two, that'd be nice. <laughs> I love it. So thank you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved this episode and know someone else who is spiritually awakened or igniting a world changing brand, please send them my way. It will benefit the world if you help me get this pod and message to as many listeners as I can. Again, if you liked what you heard, it would mean a lot to me if you took 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share this with your friends. I will be forever grateful. Until the next episode, stay present, stay grounded, and shine your light.